So um, <clears throat> today is the feast day of the Holy Trinity. But I have to tell you, um, and this to me is kind of funny, because when I was a little kid, I was, and still am, a nerd. And I would pay attention during the homily. Um, probably the only one who was. And even as a little kid, I remember um, the Feast of the Holy Trinity would come up and the priest would say, well, you know, the Trinity, it's a mystery. Who can figure it out? And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nobody can figure it out. And I was like, really? And then the next year would come, it's a Feast of the Holy Trinity. And the priest would say, well, the Trinity, it's a mystery. Who can figure it out? <laughs> Then the next year would come, and guess what the priest would say? The Trinity. Who can figure it out? And even as a kid, I was like, well, if you can't explain it, why do we gather together to celebrate it? Like, if it's a, if it's a dogma of the Catholic Church, and you can't explain it, why are we having a whole mass about it? That just always seems so crazy to me. And then later... Um, I read this homily from St. Augustine, De Trinitatis, and loved it. I saw, it's my all time of all the 2,000 years of history, my favorite homily in history. And I so loved it that I, to be honest, I'm still going out to lunch about it. Because St. Augustine gives this homily on the Trinity. And his point being is this, is that um, uh, he says, you know, the problem is people get caught up in language. That's right. So when we say in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the problem is people take that literally and think that God is well, like a father's a male, so God's a male. And the Bible clearly says God is neither male or female. And so the problem is, is that the Trinity doesn't explain what God is. We will never be able to define God. What God is, even when we die and we go to heaven and we see God, like all the angels and saints, all they can say is, you are holy, you are holy, you are holy. You are different, you are different, you are different. And Augustine says, the doctrine of the Trinity does not define what God is. The doctrine of the Trinity defines how God is for us. And he said, the problem is language. People get confused in language. When we say in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that's not the name of an individual. That's the name of a type of relationship. Father and Son, that's not names. That's a type of relationship. And he says the same way we can say in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He said we can use other names to describe that relationship. So his favorite was in the name of the lover, the beloved, and love itself. Or it'd say, in the name of the giver of the gift, the receiver of the gift, and the gift itself. And uh, I love that. So St. Augustine would say, from all eternity, how we best describe how God is for us is perfect loving relationship. Lover, beloved, and love itself it's a statement that for us, God is perfect, loving relationship that we get to participate in. So the Christian tradition, the best possible way we can define God 
is that of love, lover, beloved, and loving relationship. I have to say, I love that. Um, and you can say, well, what do you mean? Before we think of God as an individual, we think of God as relationship? Yes, that's exactly what we're saying. Because think about this. We did not start in the name of three individuals. We started in the name of a relationship. That's how we start every prayer, in the name of perfect, loving relationship. So actually, if you study saints throughout history, um, different mystics, there's like a hundred different of these ways of naming the Trinity. Like Bernard of Clairvaux said, in the name of the dancer, the partner, and the dance itself. That really doesn't work with me because all I know is one dance, and that's a two-step. If it's not country music, all I know how to do is do this. Um, doesn't really work for me. Or um, uh, Julia of Norwich said, in the name of the creator, the redeemer, and the sanctifier. But the point being is that saints throughout history had different ways. But my all-time favorite, of course, is St. Augustine. In the name of the lover, the beloved, and love itself. I have to admit, I love that. Um, for all eternity, how when we experience God, God, the source of it all, is lover, beloved, and love itself. So it's not three individuals. That's polytheism. We believe in one God. Three distinct personas. Now, you hear the word person, but it's actually not person. The Greek word is persona. And you think, well, what's, what's a persona? So in Greek theater, you know how they used to hold those little masks and above their face? If I was playing a, a character, you'd hold a mask. The mask is called a persona. So there's three distinct personas, lover, beloved, and love itself, but one God. Um, so we'd say they're distinct, but it's one God. The heart of all reality is lover, beloved, and love itself. And this other theologian, his name was Karl Rahner. He said this, and I, I, I'm amazed at this too. He said, you know, think about this. Most Christians aren't Christians. Most Christians, they, is what he called Unitarians. That either you're Christian or you're um, a Unitarian. What he meant by Unitarian is that most people, when they talk about God, they think about God as being way up there watching us. Just a super being, way up there just watching us. That is not what we mean by the Trinity. And he said, most people, if you really listen to what they, how they talk, they don't talk about God as a Trinity, lover, beloved, and love itself. God is like, you know, the super being way out there, just a lot more bigger and powerful, a lot better hair than the rest of us. Um, that's really how most Christians talk, but that's not Christianity. And he said, the problem is, if that's what you think God is, that's a sad spirituality. And the reason why he says it's a sad spirituality is that with that type of spirituality, you can never win. If God is just that big super being in the sky that's always watching us, you can never win. Because... Think about this. What does that mean about your prayer life? That, you know, like, 
You have your relationship with this super being out here, but then, oh yeah, you're a father, so you have your relationship with your wife and your kids, but that means your relationship with your wife and kids are in competition with your relationship to God. And, you know, who are you going to spend your most amount of time? The source of all creation or your wife and your family? Or your prayer life? What does that mean? That all your prayer life is moments where you're trying to get God's attention, but then that's in competition with your job and your life with your family. You could never win because you can never give the super being all the attention it needs. That's why Rahner said it's a sad spirituality because all you think about spiritual life is how many more episodes of prayer can I get into an otherwise already busy day? That's a sad spirituality. The opposite of that is the theology of the Trinity, where, yes, at the heart of all life, God is not another thing in creation. God is the source of all life. God is the source of all love and life and morality, not way out there. So prayer life for us is not just trying to increase a couple more minutes with that super being, we'd say, no, we do pray to be in communion with God, but then everything is spirituality. How you treat your wife and your kids and your job, it's all living out this flow between lover, beloved, and love itself. It's all one. Or um, uh, morality. If morality is just God is a super being who's watching you, then when I'm nice to you, and let's face it, it's tough being nice to you. Um, God is up there like, whoa, way to go with him. But if your spirituality is that of a trinity, that God is lover, beloved, and love itself, the reason why I love other people is I am inserted in this flow between lover, beloved, and love itself. The more I become one with the trinity, the more I love everybody. It doesn't matter who they are. It matters what I'm participating in. So it changes all the um, spirituality. If God is just this super being out there, then really morality is just a matter of following the rules. That, oh, way to go, you did that, you did that. If morality is a trinity, then I love everyone, not because I have to, but because if I'm participating in the very source of love itself, how can I not love other people, no matter how different they are? It's because the lover, beloved, and love itself, I'm participating in. Or, so we'd say like, the Trinity is the core of everything. Why do we do social justice? Why do we do this Honduras mission where we give sewing machines? Why do we feed the poor, uh, the homeless? Every Friday, we feed the, the homeless here. We have a food bank. We don't do it because God the super being is checking it off. We do it because that's what perfect loving relationship does. When we say God is a trinity, we're saying God is perfect loving relationship. And so, yeah, we feed the poor, we feed the homeless, we take care of other people. Our morality is that we love people because that's the very nature of God. So to be honest, I, 
Augustine gives this great homily on the Trinity. And I so loved it. Really, as I said, I've been going out to lunch with it for really 30-some years. I love that. And so I have a little bit of homework for us. This week, because Augustine did that with his parish, where he asked him, for one week, on the week that we celebrate the Trinity, when you say your prayers, try this just for one week. Say, start with, in the name of the lover, beloved, and love itself. All the sacraments, the sacraments insert us in this flow between lover, beloved, and love itself. That's what we do with the Eucharist. We're participating in the very life of the Trinity. It's not some super being who's watching us. It's a life that we get to participate in. So it describes how God is for us. So for one week, what I ask is that we truly celebrate the Feast of the uh, Trinity by doing what Augustine said. Start all our prayers in the name of the lover, the beloved, and love itself. And celebrate that we get inserted in this relationship, a perfect loving relationship. That's actually what it means to be a Christian. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.